This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Podcast number 52. Ooh, who's your guest? Oh, I don't know. Somebody, I don't know, kind of mediocre comic. Bert Kreischer. Ah. You're mediocre, Isla. Uh, I am. 52. That means one year. One full year. Congratulations, Leanne. This is a huge undertaking to start your own podcast. Foster fans, get your friends to be on it and put it out once a week at the same time every week is impressive. Oh, thanks, babe. Lots of people start podcasts. Very few people stick with them. Oh, well, I had a good role model. I had a good support system in Halston and a good role model in you. Wait, so who? thank you very much. Me, Isla. Dad, goofball. Oh, I thought it was like a certain person. Yeah, it is. Role. Me. It's dad. Yeah, but I didn't know you were her role model. Oh, he, he is my role model for podcasting. <laughs> Not for cleanliness of house, but for podcasting, he is definitely my role model. I'm going to punch you, Isla. <laughs> but I think we had a good chat today. We did have a good chat. Yeah, a good chat about your tour and about my podcast and, you yeah. know, like that. It was great. So I hope everybody enjoys my 52nd episode. Woohoo! Wait, you call them episodes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop talking because it's over. Okay. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Are you ready to do a podcast? I am ready. You're ready? Yeah. Halston, are you ready? Oh, my God. 52, Bert. Congratulations, Leanne. Thank you, baby doll. It's amazing. Thank you for helping me do this. This is awesome. It, it is awesome. It's been really fun. What's the pay? What was it like uh, when you were at the shows this weekend? Oh, my God. Of course, we go straight to the shows. It was crazy. Every single person, not every single person, but I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't go anywhere in your theaters because everybody knew who I was and everybody wanted to take a picture with me. People, I guess, were lining up behind the bus before it got dirty to take pictures in front of my the back of the bus where Wife of the Party's on the back of your tour bus. What's that feel like? It's kind of crazy, I have to say. Because um, you didn't start this podcast for anything other than personal reasons of like, I want to change myself. I want to I want to better myself. I want to document it. Um, you didn't, you didn't, I don't think your intention for this podcast was ever like, I hope I get to do a meet and greet, you know? No, 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 no. But I mean, let's be realistic. You don't, you don't, it would be crazy to think you would start something in media because this is a form of media and not have some kind of recognizable notoriety, right? Yeah, but I, when I, I started, mean, I knew that. When I started my podcast, I didn't realize the, you know, and it, it's not for everyone, meaning it's, it doesn't happen for everyone, but how sometimes randomly you can change someone's life. Yes, that's true. That's what's crazy. I saw Rogan had a great clip the other day saying if he accepts that his podcast, if he accepts that his podcast has changed people's lives for the better, then he also has to accept that it's fucked them up too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a yin and a so yang funny. to everything. I think that's yeah. true. Um, no, I um, I guess what it has really done for me is it's given me a lot of confidence in who I am. Not in like, I'm so amazing. and uh, Not in an egotistical way, maybe. Yeah. But like maybe a, a realization that I... Um, 
that I have uh, that I in I think everybody's special in some way, but I think I'm a really good listener. And I think I'm a really good conversationalist. So I think I ask really good questions when people start talking about things. And I think I always kind of knew that. But um, when people email me, that's that's really consistent. People keep saying you are so good at, at talking to people and asking the right questions and asking good questions. And, and I, I think I've been really good at keeping the path like clean and not being shitty, gossipy, like lowbrow. Why are you rolling your eyes? You're describing my podcast. I no, am but the that's worst, not I'm my worst, podcast. I'm the worst listener. I listened to my podcast <laughs> on the plane yesterday. I don't really listen to my podcast often. You and are kind of a bad listener. It starts the, the one I did Halston with the with the guys from corporate. Uh-huh. I talk to them. I talk for the first five minutes of the podcast. They don't speak. Yeah. For the first five minutes of the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like. The fuck, man! I'm not even saying anything interesting. Like I'm just speaking. Yeah, but people tune into your podcast to listen to you, right? I hope. Well, they do. Well, they do because you are a, a personality, right? You are yeah. you are personality driven. I don't know that I'm personality driven. I think I'm curiosity driven. I like let's 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 talk about your podcast and let's let's put this out to the fans, the people listening. Okay. What 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 do you like? What what episodes do you think you really hit it out of the park this year? That I really hit it out of the park? Where you're like, that. I'll start. Okay. The sex episode was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. Part one and part two. I have gotten so many responses. You know, something that's really surprising, even going to your shows, I am so surprised how many men listen to my podcast. I really yeah. thought it would be all female. And I can't tell you how many men were like, I am a huge fan. Can I have a picture? Not my wife is a huge fan. Yeah. Because I think um, I think sometimes we all have a hard time listening to our significant other when our significant other has an issue. But if you hear the same issue from someone else you're not in a relationship with, you can actually hear your significant other better. You've already stopped listening. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> is it that clear yeah it's 100 percent clear that you're like fiddling around and fucking around with your butt and I was stuff think, and i was thinking you said something that made me think oh really and then you went off on a tangent well, no it's a it's a, like was it because your significant author was talking <laughs> i just proved my point yeah i guess you're right yeah so i think it's cool that we had this conversation <laughs> about sex and I had so many different reactions to it. I had women who were like, I feel the exact same way. I have women who said, I don't feel this way at all. And I feel sad that you feel this way, that sex is like a chore. And then I had the same from men. I had men go, I, my wife has been telling me this and I've been taking it personally. But now that I hear that these other women feel this way, it's not, it's not me. Yeah. This is something that's pretty normal. And then there are men, they're like, you're a bunch of frigid. <laughs> you're frigid and you need to service your man. And, uh, you know, I had everything from that episode. That one, I definitely hit it out of the park. Every time you're on it, it's I, a lot of people listen. Yeah. But that's for you. But that's I think not that's, for me. I think that, well, I think if you, I, it's what goes on with uh, any podcast is name recognition gets right. you downloads. Totally. So if someone goes, oh, wait, oh, yeah, 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 Bert, okay. Right. Like, as opposed to uh, Lynn. In the, well, I think Lynn probably is recognizable because I talked about her in my special. Yeah. Well, I think everybody's getting to be a little more recognizable. I think people are, from what I understand, the people that come back every week and listen every week want to exactly what my intention was, which was to have the view but a real people talking about real stuff just the same kind of rotation of friends where you kind of get to know who these people yeah. are and you have conversations about you know mundane things and about really important things so that's what people who listen every week seem to say they like which is what i wanted i wanted um it to be like stopping in for coffee at yeah. my house yeah with my friends so i think i accomplished that what other episodes do you do? Did you think you really hit it out of the park? You know the one that when you were saying that I was trying to think when I did the mental illness happy hour. I, that's not my podcast, but I got a lot of responses from my guest appearance on that podcast, and then I think people started listening to mine because of that one. Um, 
that was a big one for me, but that's not one of my episodes. Um, it's called a collab. It is a collab. Um, the, it, it really, uh, it's, it. I mean, it's stupid to say, but yeah, that, that was like, when we all first started podcasting, that was all we did was get on each other's podcast to promote our podcast. Right, hop back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I remember bringing, I remember people, still to this day, people launch a podcast and they're like, hey man, can I get on your podcast to promote it? Right, right. It's very, uh, it's, it's great, yeah. That's good. And Paul's a great, got a great podcast. He's such a, a sweet person. And he's a, and he's a good listener. He's a really good listener. He's a really good person. He is. Um, but... The episode I did with Emily and Joy was pretty oh, amazing. That was intense. Um, Wait, is that the one where she was Mormon? Yes, she's yeah. a Mormon, and and to listen to Joy has like eighteen different careers. It was just a very dynamic episode. I think those two women are very, um, very deep and broad women. And that wasn't one in your wheelhouse where you thought no, where that you was thought, another collaboration. Well, yeah, you, we did their podcast where we got massaged, right? And then they and then. Then they, you guys organized to do theirs, or for them to do yours, and I don't think you expected that conversation to come out. No, I didn't. I, I wasn't really sure what to expect. That's the thing, too, is I just try to be really open and curious about who somebody is. Yeah, I'm horrible at that. And what their path I shoehorn is. them into what I want them to be. <laughs> like, I go, I have a narrative that you're going to fulfill right now. <laughs> That's not very fair. I'm fucking horrible. I'm literally like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I listened to my podcast yesterday and it just depressed me. I was like, I was like, what am I doing? Like open tabs is so much easier to digest sometimes than some of my interviews. Some of my interviews, I really have great interviews. Yeah. And then. But why is that? All of your interviews should be great interviews, right? I don't know. I, maybe, you know. I guess not. All I'll say is that like on a couple podcasts of mine, mm -hmm. as a listener, I would have not listened to that episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then I go, of course. So I'm going well, to I'm gonna try today. I have two podcasts today. I'm going to try to be good. Well, you know, not that I am by any means an expert. I don't mean to be telling you what to do because you have many more under the belt. But when I got nervous about a topic, I would write down like, a few things that I thought I wanted to find out or know. Like when I did the one about um, depression, I had this unconscious bias, I think, that I that became conscious when I started thinking about that episode against depression where I was like, oh, just get out of bed. What, what's your problem? So I was like, well, I need to really answer the questions that 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 comes from, you know, that place of that judgment place comes from so what questions will help me answer that problem i have internally so i wrote a bunch of questions down. even when i interviewed you the second time i wrote a bunch of things down i wanted to know from you and it made it a better it made it a better podcast you've done, you've always done that for me you go like i'll, I'll say i have uh, adam kroll on the podcast and i don't know what to talk to him about and you're like well what do you want to talk to him about i go i wonder how much money he makes and you go ask him so ask him yeah and then I was like, "Really?" And you're like, "Yeah." And in that podcast, I ended up that all the subjects were based around his decline, meaning like his getting fired from regular terrestrial radio, yeah, and starting the podcast network and what it was like for his family. I'm always one of my one of my themes. I'm very thematic. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Like, I always want to know about the hero's journey. Yeah. I always want to know about someone losing everything and building themselves back up. Right. Because I feel like I fit that narrative. Right. I, I didn't lose everything at all by any stretch of the means. No. But when I but probably the hardest time in my adult life is when I was fired from Travel Channel. Right. That that period of time. There's so much to that period of time. Yeah, there was. There it was a major shift in your path. I'm so uh, for the better, but at the time when you're in the shift, it's very scary because you go, okay, this might be for the better, but I don't know what's coming up. I'm. It's so funny, but this man cave represents so much to me. Yeah, so much has happened in this room. Yeah, but more importantly than anything, was the lowest I've ever been happened in that chair. The the like 
how am I going to figure this out? Right. Like, how am I going to... Boy, did you figure it out. I don't... I mean... But see, I think that's the story. That's the story that inspires other people, is that you're on a path, the path ends abruptly, and you sit in that chair going, what am I going to do now? What is next? Bill talked to me about that the other day. And you figured it out. You figured it out beyond because now you are far ahead of where you were when you ended at travel channel at the pinnacle of your of your time with travel channel you are way ahead of that now yeah so but at the time it's hard to see that but i think that's the message for most people is that we all come to places where we go fuck what now what what happened now that's where you were when you started this podcast i was yeah you were just you, you had redone the house yeah. You knew you enjoyed that project. Yes. And you wanted another, and you said, I feel like I have no purpose in life. Right. I needed a project. And you know, I, I figured this out about myself. I should talk about work styles. I think that's that's would be a good podcast episode. I am an immersive worker. I am not someone who does something in some kind of halfway fashion. When I was remodeling that house, I was up till one o'clock in the morning looking for shit online for the house. It was all I thought about. For your tour, I have been super immersed in getting you up and running for this tour. Would you say that's true? Come on. It's 100% true. I know you came in the bed the other night and you were like, are you in producer mode? I'm like, yes, I'm making lists of what we need for this bus. And you know. That bus is dialed in that bus is is dialed in i'm so glad i went this weekend oh my god yeah uh i had never i don't think i ever felt like i was really necessary in your business as much as this weekend ever as this weekend yeah or this weekend i showed up and went okay what needs to be done here comes the blower from the gardener sorry guys in his defense, he did come early. Yeah. <laughs> it is only 8.30 here. But I did show up and I went, all right, here's what we need to do. Boom, everyone, boom, 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 boom. Everyone should have a Leanne in their life. You think so? Yeah. Like it makes life so much easier. <laughs> well, where's my Leanne? You, got, you are Leanne. I am my own Leanne? Yeah. But then no one does anything for me. Yeah, no one can. Why? Yes, they can. Judy gave me the most amazing bath oil. That was a big thing for me. Someone that's not gave what I'm me talking about. Like, yeah, but that's something for me. No, no, you see. Okay, let's put it. We always say relationships are. We always talk about our friends as Bert's and Leanne's. Yeah. Like Push is Bert, Tom is Leanne. Yeah. Easy, easy. Yeah. Ray, are you gonna do this inside the fucking man cave? Right. He's sorry. He's inside. He's trying to get in the door with the blower. He's stand, just standing right in front of the fucking door. He is. Do you think he listens to the podcast and like this is how he promotes his business? It maybe, maybe. He's like, if I do it loud enough, people will go. That's a good gardener. I need his number. He is a pretty good gardener. We always say, we always say that relationships dial down to a Bert and Leanne. Yeah. Push and Tom pushes Bert without a doubt without yeah. a fucking doubt yeah yeah you're right push might be two Berts uh, I don't she, think so. she doesn't see herself as the Bert no I don't know that she sees herself as the Bert but she's definitely the Bert Tom is definitely the land yeah we were over at their house the other night me and Ari and just listening to her just listening to Tom talk about the way he sees merch yeah and her talking about it like she almost she I swear to God she didn't throw her hands up in the air but she was like I don't even know like fucking <laughs> Tom comes up with these merch ideas. He's a genius. He makes so much money on merch. Um, He does. But what... Here's what... So then I'll defend what you have that I don't have. Okay. You have an absolute dreamer who believes dreams come true. You don't... You don't believe... Oh, you're defending yourself. I'm, I'm saying what... You're talking about yourself. Yeah. Okay. You don't have... You're not someone that believes in, this is, may, may not be entirely true, but you're not someone who believes that dreams come true. No, that's not entirely true. The difference between you and me is, in that capacity, 
I believe that dreams come true, but I believe that there has to be some kind of path to that. Like you can't just go and a new car shows up in my yard. I, I, but well, I you do that. a little bit. You I do be, a little do, bit. Do you do a little yeah. bit. You go, well, we'll just go get a $500,000 car. And I go, no, no. Uh, that, you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you are, you are Fucking like. Fucking Ray is killing me. I know. You are the one that goes, we can afford a $2 million house. Let's look at a three. And I go, but we can't afford a three. So why are we looking at a three? And you go, but we'll be able to. So let's go ahead and look at three. And I go, My, I'm just more pragmatic. I'm more, more practical. Pragmatic. But I believe in the dream within the context of reality. No, let's, but let's take, let's take this podcast, for example. Okay. You were like, why would I, why, why would anyone ever listen to me do a podcast? I'm not going to do a podcast. Yeah. That's stupid. I'm not going to, I, why? I shouldn't do a podcast. That, that, that was your narrative. That was what you were saying out loud. Yes. And I was saying, do it. Just do it. Fucking do it. Well, that was your. That was what you were saying out loud. Uh, that was what I was saying out loud because I couldn't figure out how to do it that I was comfortable. But see, that's... that's because you so said... Everyone needs, so everyone needs a land, but everyone needs a Bert. Yeah. And I'm the person that goes... Just do it. Hey, you think you can lose 100 pounds? Do it. Yeah. Start it. Do it. Do it. Become obsessive about it. Do it. Right. Uh... You want to change your life? You want to do stand-up? Like, I, 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 people always come up to me and they go, you know, I just started stand-up for the first time. I go, that's fucking awesome. Keep getting on stage. Well, maybe one day I can open for you. Yeah, 100% you can. That's right. how that works. That's right. By the way, I believe in that achievement of dreams. I believed that I could be a stand-up. Right. I was not... I, and by the way, I didn't believe it based on some knowledge of some talent I had. Right. I believed it because I wanted to do it. I thought I want. I thought I'd like it, and right. so I. And I, I, it wasn't. Well, I did stand up for a while before I thought I was any good at it. Yeah. Like I always, I was like, I don't know how. I remember thinking, I don't know how Jim Norton writes a joke. Like I remember watching him when I was young, and I was like. I wanted to say like, cause, but I was doing the same thing he was doing. I was getting on stage. Yeah. But I wanted to say to him, hey man, how do you, how are you doing that? Right. I remember thinking like, where does tell get his ideas from? Right. How come he has such interesting ideas and all mine seem really stupid? Right. But you can't learn until you start doing. But I believed in, I believed, I just have a dreamer's head. Like I go. Yes, you do. You have a very you have a very imaginative head. You don't have a very your head goes to imagination and dreams first. Oh yeah, I'm not grounded. Where mine goes maybe to more practical places first, and that's the difference. And there's nothing one's not better than the other. They're just totally different. I mean, in your brain, no bill would ever be paid. Yeah. No, no child would be picked up from school on time. No, that that's not true. I would definitely pick up kids from school. Yes, time because you're neurotic kidnappers. about that. Okay, no homework would ever be assisted <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. So the, there is my brain is necessary for life to move forward. I started so, saying that everyone should have a Leanne. Your brain's awesome. Yeah, my brain is awesome, and I think, um, yeah, this weekend on that bus, I was like, wow, I really. Um, I'm a necessary part of this team this weekend. <laughs> I, I am not, I am not like uh, overage at all. You really needed my help this weekend. And I was well, glad I said to, to you, I was like, I'm, I need to listen because what I should be listening to what you guys are talking about because I'll need to be listening later. Right. I can't just be tapped out on this tour. Oh, I got it all. I spent yesterday. Okay, so let's just talk about the weekend. How about that? So we were in Portland. And then Seattle, and then Calgary, and then Vancouver. For what? What were we doing there? It was the Body Shots World Tour? Yeah, baby. It was the launch. It was pretty awesome. Uh, it was. It. Uh, How do you feel about it? Um. Do you know? This is how I feel. Okay. Do you know how you feel your first day of vacation? Yeah. And you're like, I want to do everything. Yeah. Like, I want it to slow down. I want it to. Yeah. Like, I feel. And then you get in bed and you're like, we already. We only have two days left. Yeah. Like, I want. Oh, you already feel that way? I'm. I'm like, <laughs> people are like, you're going to kill yourself on the road. I. I can't get enough of it. Right. I'm so. You know. It's really in your wheelhouse, this way of touring. It's really hard for me to... This way of touring is what I was yeah. meant to do. Yeah, this is right. That this you is are right. how I was meant yeah. to tour. Yep. In a tour bus. 
Yep. You know what I was thinking when this was going on? You have recreated what you wanted from Trip Flip. Uh, okay. Right? I 100% did. <laughs> you uh, made what a I family. Liked, what I like in Travel Channel, what I liked was not the television shows I was making. That's right. I didn't enjoy that content at all. No. I liked being on the road with the team. You liked the team, yeah. I loved it. You liked the team. And I think this weekend was a really good team. And by the way, I create. I, I made that. I made that what it was for all those people too. Like yes. I talked to Callie the other day. I talked to Mans and Mans and Paul are trying to get on my tour, but they want to go out and, and travel with me. Right. I talked to Cal and I and we've been talking about making content on the road, me and Mans and Paul. And I talked to Callie and she goes, you know, what we Callie was one of the producers on Trip Flip. She goes, what we had on the road was, she goes, I've never had that before. I miss it a lot. Right. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, all the TV shows I work on. Like, they're not like that. That was very different. Yeah. But that's that, that's my brain. Yeah. Because I go, I'm very... Pack. You're very pack oriented. There's also another aspect of why this is so special to me. Uh-huh. Is um, not to like, not to, not to talk shit, not to get sappy, not to get like, not to to too much, but like, I try to use friends names so that no one feels like I'm talking shit about anybody. Yeah. But like a lot of time when success happens to a comedian, they're 35. Yeah. They're not 40. Like Bill Burr got it at like 45, I think, 40, 43 years old. Right. We were talking about this the other day. So like someone like. Oh, shit. Jesus. So. So like um, I, 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 it's it's impossible to to do this without saying someone's name, mm-hmm. right? But like, I'll use Tom as an example. Tom got into theaters fairly quickly in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, he had I think his first special was on Netflix and it blew up. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't put out a couple specials that no one fucking watched. Right. He didn't think to him he, and I'm I can do this because he's my friend and he knows I love him right so like I would and but I would insert a lot of names in here mm-hmm. and I think about this often where there you, you're what you're saying is this doesn't just apply to Tom it, it, applies, it applies to a to lot of a lot of, a lot of, of guys like and and girls that do you need to get that I don't know who it is it's, it's, I know but it's ringing it's uh Oh, it's Sandy. It's okay. It's, it's, the success happens and they feel like it's manifest destiny. I'm not saying that Tom thinks that. I'm not saying that anyone, I don't want you to start applying this to everyone, but what happens in this business is sometimes you get success when you're young and, and it happened to me. It happened to me. I'd ha- I, I, I got a deal when I was doing s- comedy for six months. Right. And I was like, yeah. Of course that's how it happens. Right. That's why celebrities are so fucking insufferable to be around because they believe that they deserved it. They believe that they created it, that they're the reason they're successful. Not that it's some fucking fluke. It's a fucking fluke. Celebrity well. celebrity is is it so often is a goddamn fluke. Well, immediate celebrity Ashton Kutcher has no ascertainable skill set different than that of 80% of the actors out here. Mm-hmm. He's good looking. He's got a great smile. He's really smart. He, he is pretty smart. He's a businessman though. Yeah. But like actors, acting wise, mm-hmm. there's a you could flip him out without so many people. Mm-hmm. And when we were all doing stand-up, you could flip us out with so many people. Right. No, no one really stood. There were guys that stood out. Dave Chappelle stood out. Right. He deserves to have that. But a lot of us, we just kind of, I don't know what I'm getting at. My point is, either. my point. here's my point. Okay. What's your point? Is I was aware of that when I got fired from Travel Channel. I was aware of how almost like interchangeable, how disposable I was. Right. I see what you mean. And you had a conversation with Patrice a long time ago that I think helped you, right? Which which one was that? The one when you got the X show and he told you never stop writing jokes. Yeah, he told me, he said, I feel bad for you. And I said, why? He said, because when you fall, you're going all the way to the bottom. He's like, you're you're getting built up on a tower that isn't really there right now. 
Right. And when you fall, you have to go all the way back to the bottom. And your bottom is open micer. It really is. I said, not really. And he goes, no, it is. And he's like, see, I have a foundation. I may, I may not, I may not get to where you ever get in this business because I won't play the game they want me to. But when they take it away from me, they can only knock me to here because I've already built up to here. Right. Because and, he, and he said to me, build up your foundation. Right. And I, it was one of the most meaningful conversations I've probably ever had with any comic ever was build up your foundation. And so what I did was I did the road. There's Kleenex. No, I've got it. It's okay. on my fingers. Ugh. I did the road hard as fuck and I built up my foundation. Right. Which but, means you learned how to write a joke. You learned how to deal with people on stage. You, yeah. you, you worked on your craft. I learned how to write. I learned how to write yeah, quickly. You worked on your craft. I learned how to dial in material. But um, I, I had I, I kept saying when, when I started to sell tickets, mm-hmm. I kept saying I have survivor's remorse. I connected so well with my friends that were still in the clubs and not selling tickets. Right. Because, see, I wasn't selling tickets on Thursday. Right. And then I started selling tickets on the next Thursday. Right. That's that's what I don't think I've ever made that clear enough. I did not sell tickets for New Year's Eve. And the very next week, I sold out. Right. So, like, I went from no one ever wants to see me at all to all of a sudden. Selling out every club. Every club. Yep. And it was from the machine. It's from the machine going yeah. viral. Yeah. And so I had this weird, and so I think to get back to this initial point, I am not taking any of this for granted. This theater tour, no, I'm you're stone not. sober both shows. Yep, I'm writing. I'm working on my sets. Right. I want every show to be the best. I'm t- I'm going as tight as I can. Right. In times, I'm telling two stories at the end to make sure people feel like they got their ticket price. Right. You are going over and above. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm doing over and above, and I love it. I yeah. love this theater tour. Is every thing I ever dreamed of in this business. More than a sitcom, yeah. more than a movie, it's to do a theater tour, to do stand-up comedy, what I'm the one thing I know I'm pretty good at and I feel comfortable doing in theater. So right. and so to answer your question, <laughs> I don't want it to end. I know. I don't want it to end. But it's not going to end. But I like already I'm like I'm like I want to do one more show in Portland. Like I feel like I want to do I want to do Seattle. The more theater was so beautiful. I want to do was. one more show and like I want to it sounds crazy, but it's like, like the first time I had sex with you, I felt like I didn't perform well, and I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to give her another shot to let her know I'm better, right? And so I feel like that. But you're getting standing ovations at every single show, so clearly your fans are not thinking, <laughs> but part oh, of that could have been better. Part of me goes, I, w- I, part of me, swear to God, was like, I wish I could make the bag of rice joke better for you guys. It will be better next week. It was better by the end of this yeah, weekend. Yeah, well, that's the and I go, I go. I wish I goes. could give giving you, like it's it's just a weird it's a it's a weird feeling. But I'm absolutely I'm so excited to leave tonight. I've never been excited to go on the road. I know, but what's exciting too is that that bus was the smartest thing ever because all your shit is there. I mean, the one day we stayed in a hotel, when we went to Vancouver, the bus had to leave immediately to drive to Toronto to be there in time to pick you up essentially tomorrow morning. Yeah. So we had to stay in a hotel. And it sucked because you, if you're in a different city every day, then you are packing and unpacking and flying every day. So think about How the rigmarole just to get from the street to your gate takes forever and then when we were sitting on the we were delayed leaving vancouver by a while and i was like i would be losing my mind if i had to get to the next city to get to the next show because you're taking time out of my sleep now now you're taking away from my health by sitting on this tarmac there is no way you could have done this tour without this bus when i did that tour with sal and nate and kyle yeah, it was fucking unbearable. Yeah, there's no way. When so, I did, when I did uh, Australia, with uh, Eric came down for it. Yeah, and uh, Gavin was my tour manager. Yeah, unfucking, I can't tell you how unhealthy I was on that yeah. tour. You'll never know to a fair representation of what I, how unhealthy I was. Right. That's why I'm so... Europe's going to be like that. Europe's fucking kind of pissing me off. Yeah? Yeah. The, Europe's every fucking day for two weeks I, I'm traveling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's intense. Is there any of that you can do by train? 
Yeah. So oh, okay. Well, that's a little better. And you'll be with Joe. So I'm thinking about for Europe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not bringing any clothes. Just performing naked. No. Well, I no. Technically, I was like, I think it makes it easier if you just have like a really small carry on. Ca- carry on. Yeah, you need a carry as on. opposed to. You know, if you know me, if I went to Europe, I bring two huge bags. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about just bringing jeans, sweatpants. That's all I wore on the tour: jeans and sweatpants. Yeah, toiletries and no shirts. I'll just buy a shirt every night. And then what do you do with that shirt? Just I throw it in. Throw the it audience. away. I wear. I buy a shirt every night. Oh and my then god! It's fucking throw it in the audience, and I don't know. But then, how do you get home without a shirt? You do have to wear a shirt in public. I'll buy clothes. I'll buy clothes. You do have to buy a shirt in public. Yeah, you have to wear a shirt in public. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, I'm excited for you. I think you're going to really enjoy this time. And I, it looks like a crazy schedule, but it is so doable on that bus. Yeah, it is really doable on the bus. It, not it's on the very, bus. Very doable. It's not doable at all. Yeah. So, do you really want to look into buying a tour bus? Yeah. You do. You are so funny. I also have this thing where I'm like, I mean, the fall tours, we looked at that routing as fucking aggressive. Yeah, it is. And so, I don't know how I'm going to do sober October. Well, I'm, you'll be on a bus, so it'll be easier. I forget about it. No, you'll be on a bus. It'll be easier. It'll be a lot easier. Um, do you ever envision what you No, I'm just checking the time for do you. you. Ever, do you ever, why, what time is it? 9.06. What time is my podcast? 10 o'clock. You sure? Had you ever envisioned yourself doing any sort of tour for your podcast? No. Or would it be fun? No. If you and your you and if you did like small theaters, like six hundred seats, and you <laughs> and and Sandy and Lynn and Kathy all went up and did like a live podcast, you it would be do, really fun. I've done one live podcast. You should do a live podcast. You I should, did one with Kirsten and Kathy. I was really nervous. Where are your where's your where are most of your listeners? I have no idea. On Libsyn, you can find out. Okay. Well, what, I don't know. What city most of your listeners are in. Okay. You should find out and you should do a live <laughs> podcast. They're really fun. I did one. I did one in a small theater in Who did LA. You do it with? I don't remember. No. What? Oh, who? The people? Yeah. It was Kirsten and, and Kathy. And uh, and we were all really nervous. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm not a lie. I mean, I'm not a performer. I don't. Uh, that's not. You should schedule. <laughs> a live podcast in I would imagine Ohio is probably where you're the biggest. You think? Yeah, in Columbus, Ohio. I think it would be in the South. No. 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 The South doesn't listen to podcasts. Some of them do. I get people I in get the South does, but South. literally no one in Alabama and Mississippi are listening to podcasts. Texas listens. Atlanta kind of listens. Yeah. I don't know. But Ohio really listens to podcasts. Yeah. I had another question for you about this tour, but now I don't remember what it was. Um, are you going to miss me next week? Yeah. I'm going to miss you and the girls. I, I mean, on biggest. the bus. I mean, like when oh. you're on the bus, you're going to go, oh, shucks. Yeah. Where's Leanne? Well, because you, you don't have any, like, you don't have any feelings of like, my life isn't here. When I was with you, I was like, my life's on this bus right now. Right. I see what you mean. Yeah. Fuck those two kids. <laughs> <laughs> my, my biggest, my biggest thing, I'm, I'm, I'm upset that I'm not going to go to Sasha Turbo's bat mitzvah. Yeah, because I'd like to see Isla in a dress for the first time. I know, right? I was wearing a legit dress, like, but the dress. Let's let's be honest. The dress looks like something Andy McDowell would have worn in like the nineties. I haven't seen a, it. Oh, it is a like mid calf length floral dress is floral it's like do you see her arms it's short sleeved but the sleeves are long enough and she needs some kind of sweater or something to go over it but i am just floored that she she picked this out she went on amazon and she picked out two dresses one looked like a 1950s dress that was like a black lace overlay dress it had a high neck but it was lace up here so you could see through the lace to her chest but it had a high neck under it yeah short sleeve and then like a full skirt it's so girly i would never have picked those two items out for and then of course she bought wingtip shoes to go with them which doesn't make any fucking sense at all and the wingtips don't fit so she was like, I don't know if that's the right thing, but she's very kind of Annie Hallish in her in her sensibility about how she's dressing. I'm I'm happy that she chose a dress. I offered to let her 
buy like a pantsuit, you know, not a suit, but, you know, like pants with a nice top or yeah. pants with a jacket. And she didn't want to do that. She wanted to wear a dress. So what? Um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I, I, I'm bummed that I'm going to miss Sasha's bought mitzvah because that's going to be a lot of fun for everyone but you will be home for a lot of softball games uh, but i'm but i'm already bummed that i'm not going to be able to work with george on her swing yeah like there's a lot of things that bum me out yeah where i go you know I, i've always said that i fucked i mean i didn't fuck up it's what i had to do to make a living so that right. we could have a family you know is uh being gone so much for travel channel i regret that i, I it's my, one of my biggest regrets well, um, being gone as much as I have through their childhood, and it's part of the job. Yeah, it's part of the gig. Uh, that's my biggest regret, and, it, and I it is regretful. It is that I'm going to be on the road as much as I am. Right. But you know, it's like what what am I going to do? <laughs> what is it? Well, you know, it's who it's who you are. That's who you are. And what, are you guys going to come out on the road with me at all? I have to. I would like to. Uh, I will tell you this. My intention is to make that happen. I will also tell you this. I have been so focused on getting to today yeah. that I have no idea really conceptually what, when that could happen because okay. I haven't really looked for it. Yeah. So I don't, I can't tell you when or how that would happen. I, Georgia has softball. I was in a play. All of this happens on the weekend. I don't know when would be a good weekend to skip. I, I just, there's a lot this of This is maybe parts. not podcast conversation. This is what we could talk about when we were on. People like, like to hear that stuff too, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. What are the questions you have for me? I didn't, well, I don't know. We were going to talk about my 52nd episode. I thought we were talking more about me this Where time. Where do you want to see this podcast go? I don't know. That's a really good question because I've been I've been trying to think about other things, you know, coming into my second year now, how to continue for another year, right? To just compartmentalize it into years and like, okay, the first year I got my legs a little bit. I kind of figured out what I wanted to do. Okay, what is this year going to be like? Um, Duncan said one of the most brilliant things in that chair one time. What did he say? He was looking over my shoulder and he said, it's kind of sad that how talented David Letterman was because he was looking at the poster. Yeah. And he never grew as an artist. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? He said he did the same thing every single night. Right. And he goes, that's what's beautiful about what we're doing is we get to grow. Right. And do something different. That's really cool. And I was like, yeah. And, I, and then I was like, wait, I'm doing the same thing. And he was like, well, you can do the same thing, but you have the opportunity to change it and do right. something different. Right. You know, and, and I was like, yeah. And I think at that point I started bringing in people to drink at night with me and mm -hmm. do late night podcasts. Right. And I started doing different things. Like I remember uh, doing podcasts on the road, like getting really artsy with the podcast. Like, all right, let's try this. Let's do this. Right. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And I think you should look at that and go, what What can I do different? That's like, a really what? good good advice. Yeah. I know I've, been, I've always been saying I want to do things like... Um, take the stripper pole class with a bunch of girls and then have I, them all talk I, about yeah. it and i just haven't had the time to organize it you need to the problem make is the time. you need to do well, that vaginal rejuvenation the, thing i think that's brilliant i sandy was supposed to be looking into that for me and you know uh we just haven't hasn't come to fruition so here's the problem too is that i've basically been your personal assistant but we have now hired a personal assistant and i'm hoping that that gives me because literally you know one of the hesitant two a couple things happened last year when I started my podcast, right? Okay. The podcast, obviously, which isn't an, an enormous amount of time, but I've only been able to dedicate enough time to just record it and get it posted. Yeah. Not a lot of development. Just book it, record it, get it posted. Because at the same time I started the twenty one day fix and started working out every day and focusing on my diet, which has completely gone away and I have to start focusing on that again, just like I did last year. Yeah. But and then I started this sounds really stupid and it sounds like an excuse, but I the reality is, you know, I had this lower back problem and I went to see this chiropractor and I had to go see her three days a week. And it's like a fucking hour round trip to go. She's 30 minutes away. So it's an hour driving and 15 minutes there. And when you take three hours out of your week, that's really a significant a lot of my time to do something like dedicate 
to my podcast to, because I'm also working for you. I'm also running Georgia's schedule. I'm also running Isla's schedule. So I only had this little bit of time to focus on this podcast. So I'm hoping that the combination of the fact that I have my back fixed and I'm going every other week and that Joe has, we've hired Joe and he's going to take some stuff off my plate. I'll be able to focus on that a little better. Can I um, tell you all I was thinking about in that? What? Like, what if, we, let me guess, had you stopped listening? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. What if we, what if we as a community, right? Yeah. yeah. Like we all just like the whole neighborhood, like these, these five streets over or whatever. Yeah. What if we decided what service we need the most? Yeah. And then we brought the best in and got them an office space. Like theoretically, like say say all of us needed a good chiropractor, but the best chiropractor oh, is out in Pasadena. Yeah. What if we were like, hey, we got an office space for you. Why don't you make the drive in? One day a week. And we'll all we'll load up your business. Right. Keep your practice, but we'll fill your whole day one week. One yeah, day like, like Romy. Like why don't we go, like yeah, why don't we just get you an office over here? Uh-huh. Get you a space where you can cut hair over here for a day. Yeah, just we'll load you up. I refuse to go to another hairdresser because he's the only hairdresser in my entire life that's been able to cut my hair where it has volume. I have thin Irish flat hair and every I used to go to these big fancy salons and I my hair looks like shit. He's the only person who knows how to cut it again. He's a 30 minute drive. I meant to get a haircut today. And, you know, I have gray hair now, so I'm going to him. All these little things take up chunks of time where I could. What if you made a community where you you were like, all right, here are the top 10 services every family needs. Yeah. We got a pediatrician. Yeah. We got a, uh, we got a, a personal urgent. chef. <laughs> you have a great, you're like a great restaurant. Like what if you like. But it would be good. Hey, here's an idea. If we all pulled our resources to hire a chef to make everybody's lunch boxes for the week, I would be fucking down with that. I hate making lunch boxes. I mean, my kids are old enough now, in theory, they should yep. be making their own lunch boxes, but they have to go to school so damn early. I feel like, like if Blue Apron could make could do lunch, lunch boxes. boxes. Oh, that would be brilliant. Blue Apron lunch boxes. Brilliant. And they were like, and every week they just sent you five different lunch box items. I would love it. And you can make them in 10 minutes or less. Like a main course and a side, and you just throw it in the bag and you're done. I would love it. Yo, Blue Apron. I know, right? Anybody. Food delivery service? I would totally buy that. Blue Apron lunch boxes. Yeah. Um, well, that's really good advice about the podcast going forward. I don't know. I, I did. Do something. The, you know, I, I've always, not to interrupt, I apologize. No, that's fine. But it's how I do a podcast. <laughs> um, do something. Uh, do something like i mean this is everyone knows my business model is like the way i keep entertained is i find a big thing and i focus my energy on it but that's you and that's that not my story. me no, but, I'm so, but that's not me i'm not that way so okay don't turn uh, no, me I, into no, you. I, won't, I won't finish my sentence you just know what i was gonna say uh, yeah to find something that i can get all the people involved in like an iron man or something like that and we all train for it and we do it together as a group is that what you're gonna say no, mine sounds smarter. <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. It sounds exactly like what yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I know exactly what you're going to say, but that's not my wheelhouse. That's your wheelhouse. What if you, you did that? What if you did that? You? What if you did that to me during sex? Like you just you you. I was like, uh, and you're like, I know what you're going to say. Oh, this feels so good. And I was like, oh yeah. Were we just having sex? No, 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 no. I'm writing a joke. Oh, okay. Is like you just. I can start a statement. You already know what I'm going to say. Yeah. But what if you did that during sex? I was like, oh, you're like, you're going to come. I know. I know. I go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you keep working my on set. that. Yeah. yeah. Keep working on that oh, premise, big boy. You know what was getting a laugh was the, do you know, you know how many, t- how many times I do the, uh-huh. and I go, uh, I wanted that gun just so, it's such a great way to deliver a line. Get out of my yard. Yeah. I think I'm going to come. Uh, it was really funny. That was funny. But no, I'm not doing the dishes. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's good advice. I think I I'd hopefully will be able to. I need what I need to do is go back to the way I've talked about this on a podcast before. 
I need to go back to the way I used to run my days where I, I had one day that was dedicated to a certain thing. Like one day was I did all my errands. The next day I paid all our bills. This is when before we had a business manager. And then one day I did all my volunteer work for school like Girl Scouts and committees and all that and then one day I scheduled all my like doctor's appointments and all that and then one day I had like a free day for like overflow but I stopped doing that I because our life got so hectic that I couldn't really compartmentalize it like that but it worked better for me because I things seemed to slip through the cracks with me and you know for for me not necessarily for the everybody else which is my old pattern right when we were talking with Jair I'm last on the list. So I've always been like, well, I've recorded the podcast. I did it. But maybe this year my focus should be I need another hour or two in the week to develop it. Your you podcast I mean? is great when you have a, when, when you bring in a subject like, say, divorce. And you guys talk yes, about divorce. Or it you, is. You have one coming up about cancer. Yes. Those are really great and I think they're really helpful. But what I think, or Yeah, depression. But I think what's even more... I think what's even more interesting is the same theory, but having a shared experience. Like I would love yeah, for like you to. Yeah, like the stripper pole class. Yeah, stripper yeah. pole. Or, or, uh, or. The vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah, I have a yeah. list of them. I just, that's the thing. I haven't had, because I have to coordinate other people, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of an undertaking that I just you haven't had You should do a drinking one. Yes, I've been trying to do that, actually. I tried to schedule Two different times I tried to schedule a night one with Sandy and Jeannie Turbo because um, they both are, well, they're fun anyway. But are you going to have really some funny. husbands on? I could. I was going to have some husbands on to talk about sex, and I'm having a hard time getting them scheduled. I have one husband who's like, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come. Eric but Rosen? I, no. No. Eric is a big no. He, he, oh. he was a hard pass. So I'm having a hard really? time finding really? someone else. Yeah. Yes, he was like, nope, I don't want to do that. Well, you know, it is hard because clearly uh, the husbands I know here, uh, people have listened to the wives. So I think it's a very vulnerable thing to open up about how you feel. Kathy's husband was like, I'm down. I'll talk about it all day long, yeah. Stephen. But I haven't found another guy and I don't want to just talk to Stephen. I think it's more interesting when you have two different people because there's two different perspectives. So, I mean, I could have you talk about it with Steven, but but um, but um, I think it's more interesting when someone yeah, else talks about it. Do you think we'll have sex tonight? <laughs> You're leaving tonight. That's why I asked. Do you think we'll have sex tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like on your way out the door to the car service? What do you mean? Yeah, like we're before. I, I don't know. My that. car's picking up. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if I have a car. Joe should. I think Joe has a car for you. You mean Cobra? Cobra. Yeah. The new assistant. Um, Sebastian special is pretty fucking good. Is it? Yeah. I just started watching it and then taking a shit. Oh, good. What's up with these, the fucking farm on the airplane? All the fucking service dogs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, he makes me giggle. I'm going through a phase of that. Um. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this next year will hold. More I of like the same. More, more, more I, I say more different more of the same but more different because i think uh, why would i change something that's working no but I, no but i would just add to it add to it yeah, yeah more but more different like take take some chances do a podcast um i think you should do a live podcast i think you should do those interactive podcasts i think you should do a drinking podcast i think that you should do i think you should do a, a mobile podcast one time i don't know what that means meaning like it's you and uh and like we podcast while walking no 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 but you have the mic you have the mic and the and the setup you do it very simple and you do it by while doing something like you know those were always fun okay like so ari's done it where he he when the cat calling was when cat calling was got got hot ari went cat calling with uh lewis j gomez and big j yeah they just walked around new york looking at chicks and cat called and lewis was but but he's puerto rican so he's allowed to Oh, is that right? Well, that's what he said. Uh huh. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it'll be an interesting year. I got to. I, I was just thinking on the tour bus. I got to come up with some. I, I would like to broaden my group some, and 
And at the same time, I want to go back in, you know, what Sandy and Kathy and I get together, we just giggle and laugh and shoot the shit and it's yeah. really fun and it doesn't have to be about a topic. Yeah. Um, so I need to. Those are always good podcasts. Those are always really good where we just kind of shoot the shit. Um, but yeah, I have one coming up. I think I'm trying to book her for this week to record. Um, one of my friends survived breast cancer and she has a really crazy story um about breast cancer and about life in general i was thinking about that and then i had another one somewhat so many people have asked me to do an episode about fertility and i have one person who said yes who's really struggling with fertility and uh so i'm trying to book that one and um let's see there was another one oh i wanted to have leo on the podcast and talk about money yeah. And talk about how you should be managing your money, no matter how much money you have. Because even if you have a little bit of money, you should be, you know, taking care of it in a certain way. And mm-hmm. I don't think a lot, of, we're not taught that in school anymore. A lot of people don't mm-hmm. get sat down and go, okay, here's what you need to be doing. You know, they don't have parents that have that experience or they don't have any way of learning that. And I just thought that would be a really great conversation to have is because I think I'm pretty good with money. Um but it's definitely something I I learned myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that one I've been trying to get Leo. What to celebrity would you summer. like to have on your podcast? What celebrity? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. If you could have one, let's do actress. Well, it's so Hold funny. I, I could probably, I could talk to anybody about anything, no, really. No, no, no I'm going to name them, okay? One athlete. One I don't music. know any no, Hold athletes. on, just... Okay. <clears throat> Give me a sec. One athlete, one musician, one actress, one actor, and one politician. So musician. I was dumped. A musician? Let's start there. That's easiest for you. I don't know. It, the answer is Dwight Yoakam. Okay. No, I wouldn't be able to talk. I just wouldn't talk to him. I would be like, Bleh. who's a musician you'd like to that you like their music? You'd love to talk to them about their career, about. All the, about everything. I don't know. These are really hard questions. <coughs> the actress, I think, would be Mine's Jen- Jeff Sweetie. Oh, oh. Wait, Although I know did, he, I know he wouldn't like me. You don't think he'd like you? I know he wouldn't. Why? I, I'm very. We were different men, aren't and boys, and we've been very different. Despite the fact that his music speaks to me, yeah. He, I, we have been very different human beings our entire life. Oh yeah, and how I so? Think, um, I was the jock. He was kind of like the loner, stoner. Uh, um, I was the I'm I'm a meathead. He's always been very very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now, it's like what the comedy he likes are like the you know real soft, um, uh, New Balance like sensitive guys. Okay, and like so, I think a guy who's like my fucking am- my family is a bunch of dickheads or whatever. He'd be like, Hey man, you shouldn't talk about them like that. Like that's right. the way I think his brain works. Right. But I, but I love his music, and yeah. I but I think that we definitely wouldn't. I think I think everything I would say would he'd be like oh like that that would be my musician um, my politician I'd love to have Donald Trump on my podcast well yeah but I'd love to have Donald I bet I think that's a doable you think so I fucking would love to, I would love to not speak and listen to him talk and just let him and blabber just watch it right fucking go into fucking concentric circles just yeah yeah just throw out a um athlete probably tiger woods yeah i could see why you would want to talk to tiger um he's my favorite athlete probably ever ever yeah um politician did i say donald trump yeah um actor brad pitt actress actress susan sarandon yeah? Yeah. She's pretty awesome. I, I think, I've always thought she was sexy. She's very sexy. Yeah. Very sexy in like a real looking person kind of way. Yeah. And I think she's cool. Her politics, I'm sure we'd end up talking about politics, but I, I would want to talk to her about Bull Durham. I'd want to talk to her about, I'm, I just think, she, I, I, she's my probably one of my favorite actresses. Yeah. I think I would want to talk to Jennifer Garner. Okay, I'm not changed. I want to do Jennifer Garner now. No, it's too late. I already chose her. Oh, Jennifer Garner's the best. Yeah, I think that. I think that. She, I. I. You know, we both have chickens. Yeah. We're both married to very large personalities, or she was, and uh, I think we'd have a lot in common. 
I think we'd have I, a good conversation. Did you ever see the video on? They have like a tracking day of the day that she took Ben to rehab. Yeah, and they went to the drive-through. Oh, that picture of her in the drive-through at yeah. Jack in the Box. Yeah, makes me love her so much. Yeah, she's pretty rad. I would talk to her. I don't know about musicians. I'd probably want to talk to Stevie Nicks. I love Stevie Nicks. Yeah. She. I've always been fascinated by her, um, and I'm not scared of her. I'm scared of Dwight Yoakam <laughs> because I love him so much. I would just not know what to say. Okay, Stevie Nicks, um, politician. Politician? I don't know. Maybe uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ooh, I good fucking call. She would be amazing to talk to. But you left out author. I think I, for me, I know. because I'm a reader, I would really like to talk to Brene Brown. I love her books. You can I, get her. I, I don't know that I could. She's David pretty Sedaris. amazing. I don't know that I would want to talk to I David I want to talk Stark. to David Sedaris. You he, would. He... he he is, he shook whatever, I mean, I'm not saying that I was homophobic as a kid. I think all of us in the 90s were. Had some form of it. Had some form of it. Or maybe just not acceptance of it totally. Right. He shook that out of my fucking head. He yeah. is the number one guy. Him and Todd Glass are responsible for that, for my, my biggest growths in the way I view homosexuality. Right. David Sedaris. I was reading Naked, and I was like, this is my favorite human being ever. I've yeah. never liked a, a writer ever more in my life. I've never laughed out loud more while reading in my life. Yeah, me either. And then he gets to the point where a guy's making him suck his dick or something, the truck driver. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, hang on, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. And I like reread <laughs> it, and I'm like, wait, hold on. Back it up, back it up. It's my boyfriend, boyfriend, wait, hold on. And then I, I remember uh, there was this guy, Steve Garbarino, who was a... Uh, a big literary guy. I don't know what he's doing now. I'd love to have him on my podcast, but uh, I had known him growing up. He had grown up with my uncles, but I'd known him. Alan Rieger's sister dated him, so we knew him in high school. He was like a guy that hung out in Tampa. He was cool, and then he was running, I think, Us Magazine mm. when I moved to New York, and I remember calling Steve Garbarino at work, and I was like, hey, is David Sedaris gay? And he was like, Sedaris gay? And he was like, very he's like wait what page you on that you just figured that out and i was like oh and he goes he's wait you you should reread that book and i went really and he goes yeah he's very gay and i started reread it and i went how did i miss all of this right. and how did i it's just not in your wheelhouse and then what, what was crazy is that all these things i connected with him i felt right. like we were similar about yeah i was like so wait i can be similar to a guy who is gay who is gay it changed the way I thought that one book I was I remember I was on a bus and I was laughing and then I realized he was gay and I was like huh dude I, David Sedaris yeah yeah Author, yeah yeah mine's Brene Brown adventurer adventurer yeah I don't even know what that means like I have a I have a list of adventurers yeah I don't I like follow adventurers uh, I don't I don't know I, I don't have an adventure you don't have someone on Instagram you follow that's I don't follow anybody no no what was your other one actor actor dude actor an actor um i don't know an actor that i would like to talk to maybe a um, male actor a male as opposed to an actress yeah, which was jennifer, jennifer garner, garner. um good one i don't know i don't really have an actor that i would choose i don't have a brad pitt like you do hold on what about Rami malik no what about George Clooney? No, no. Someone from Game of Thrones? No, not really. No actor. No, no actor. Okay. Pretty boring. I mean, if I came up with it, I could. If I thought about it for a long time, I'd go, oh yeah. What about your favorite free solo climber? What? I don't know any of this shit. Alex Honnold. What about your favorite female <laughs> free diver? Don't know. Kimmy Werner. Don't what know about nothing. your? You're way more worldly than I am. What for about sure. your favorite Marine? <laughs> what about your favorite Don't know any Army Ranger? Don't know any Army <laughs> Rangers. Your favorite? I was like a fucking idiot. You clearly spend too much time online. That's I, the problem. I have to tighten up my fucking hour because I, there's an Alex Honnold joke that is making me laugh so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for talking to me today for my 52nd episode. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me all year long. I appreciate it. 
very much. I think you know who we should thank the most? Halston. Yep. I know. Thank you, Halston. Without, without Halston, <laughs> Leanne's podcast would have never been possible. That is true, because I you was You would have like, never been able to do it yourself. I don't know how to do all this shit. I have no idea. So thank you, Halston. And thank you, all my friends who come week after week when I ask them for nothing, for no pay, no nothing. Um, it's been a really amazing year. And thank you. And I, I say this to, I, I've said this about mine a number of times. But thank you to the listeners yeah, of course. who keep coming back and allow you the opportunity to grow as a podcaster, as an interviewer, and as a person. Right. And and give you the benefit of the doubt when things aren't perfect or things don't maybe aren't as interesting as they could be or as as well spoken as they could be. Because my having listened to my podcast that I've been doing it for fucking I don't, I don't know how many years almost eight years, right? Oh uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. What podcast am I on? So through what's fifty, yeah, it was six years, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I still suck. So thank you to my listeners who sit through the fucking thirty minutes of reads. Everybody loves those reads, though. I can't tell you how many people at your shows were like, "The reads are my favorite part. I love yeah. listening to you and Bert talk." So maybe we should just have our own podcast and talk about uh, whatever. No, we should. Have a, we should do a. a we should do a podcast during sex. No. Yeah. No. A porn cast. No. I say no. Oh, yeah. Also, we'll have to be in here. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. Soft pass. Are we having sex tonight? Oh, Jesus. I'm not telling you now. Oh, that's a yes. Whether or not. Um. All right. I'm going to go take a shit, jump in the pool, and then I have a podcast with... You have a, a long day. I have a very long so day. So thanks for taking me first thing in the morning. I appreciate it. I'd do anything for you. I love you more than anyone has ever loved you in your entire life. You are correct. I said that on stage this weekend. I know. I wish I loved you as much as you love me. Then I could be No, you wish I loved you as much as you love me. No, I wish I loved you as much as you love me. Then I could be more comfortable in our relationship. Oh. oh. <laughs> I love you as much as you love me. I'm just not oh. ruled by my juices like you are. Speaking of juices, I got to take a shit. All right. I love you, babe. I love you. Congratulations. Thank you. We should get together and try